just went, you know, man, like it's just fucking exhausting being destined for greatness. <laughs> and I was dead set. Like my whole face was just cuddles. Yeah. I cuddled a lot of men at one time. But it's a mentality. Like I was a fuck boy and I'm willing to admit it. Have you fucked your whole past? <laughs> is the question she's trying to ask. Where do men draw the line? Like you've got the break fast and talk and there's no but sometimes I put like an emoji next to it to kind of hint at what kind of sex oh it was. Oh my god. This will be episode 20. 20? 20. 20? 20. <laughs> Man, I cannot wait for episode 21 purely because of a fucking vine. But anyway. 21. Yeah, it was 9 plus 10. 21. 21. <laughs> I can't wait for episode 69. I'm binned, but okay, 21 works too. Yes, yeah, so well, baby steps, baby steps. Um, Hello. Everybody, and welcome to OK But Seriously, episode 19. 20, 20 you dickhead, we 21. just did that! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, 20. Yeah, episode 20. Um, welcome back to OK But Seriously. Yes. Yeah, we had a bit of a week hiatus there, so we missed a week. Lives got a bit complicated and Steph didn't come home for a while. And Yeah, look, life happens, um, we're, but we're good now. Life's great. I don't know what talking about. Everything's fine, Danny. Yeah, what's been going on with you? What's happening? Um, well, said on it. I heard a lot of sarcasm. <laughs> no, wow. life is actually great. I've had a really, really good week, um, ironically enough. I settled into work. I'm on opens now, so I'm like literally working a nine to five in a bar, except Saturdays I blow out till like nine. So it's like a nine to nine. But it's, yeah, it's pretty good. I'm a morning person now. Oh, yeah. I didn't think this would ever happen. Yep. Um, but I'm a morning person. I was up at four o'clock this morning. That's impressive. And how do we feel now? Um, look, I'm a little bit tired, but it is coming in hot on my bedtime. So <laughs> <laughs> at, uh, at four o'clock in the afternoon, at four o'clock like in 12 the... hours, I'm tapping out. I'm tapping out. No, no, no. Well, I went to bed last night at like, I think it was 9.30 by the time I went to sleep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so 9.30, I was in bed. The opens at work are making this very easy. Um, Saturday night was rough, having mm. to work until 9. I yeah. may or may not have passed out in my work clothes with no alarm on. Amazing. Um, it's a miracle I made it to work the next morning, to be completely honest with Wonderful. you. My 9 a.m. start was was in danger for a moment. Without but, an alarm? Yes. Why without an alarm? Because I passed out in bed. No, but how did you wake up? Oh, someone called me. Someone called you? Yeah, he did. Is this the boy? The boy. The boy? Yeah, there's a boy. There's a boy? Yeah. Should we briefly talk about the boy? We can briefly talk about the boy. He's just, I don't know, he's just nice. I like, I like the boy. You have a nice boy that makes phone calls. That is conscious enough to make phone calls when he hasn't heard from you and knows you have to go to work. Yeah, and he's the reason I've been up in the morning because he's like, well, he's been trying to sneak out in the morning and not wake me up, which he very much tried this morning. He was like, last night we were talking about it. And I was like, oh, just wake me up at four o'clock. I've got heaps to do. Like, I need to try and, you know, make it to this shop before I've got this other thing on. And he was like, I'm not waking you up at four o'clock. Don't be stupid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, you're waking me up. Like, I want you to wake yeah. me up at four o'clock. And he's like, fine, woke me up. And he was like, you know, you can go back to sleep. Did the whole, like, kiss me on the forehead and, like, tucked me no. back in. And I was like, no, I'm getting up. Like, I had to argue with him about yeah. Him waking me up in the morning. Yep. It was fucking stupid. Be like, up your game, bro. Yeah. Give me what I want. He's Well, he's giving me what I want in every other respect, so we'll, we'll let him down there. What you need. What I need. No, <laughs> what, what I need and what I want. Um, I won't say much, but I will say best head of my life. I mean, it's saying enough. Yeah. That's for sure. It's fucking saying enough. Oh, he knows. I told him. I mean, well... Aren't you, isn't that a vice versa thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a vice versa thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and he told me his trick, um, but I can't share it because apparently it's secret men's business and he'll get in trouble for no, telling me. No, you share the trick. Share the trick. Apparent, okay, <laughs> very sorry in advance. Please still like me. Um, they go through the alphabet. Yeah. And then they go through the alphabet backwards. Yeah. To try and find a letter that works. Yeah. So they get a reaction out of you. And if that doesn't work, they go through, they count. Yeah, right. And then they count backwards and see if they get something that works. So I'm a three. You're a three. <laughs> I, can, I can see that. I can like, imagine that. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, because like the first time I was like, I was just kind of happy about it and whatever. And then the second time I was like, 
you're doing something different. You need to tell me what it is because I need to know. He's like, no, you've already told me what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so that's apparently a trick of the trade. Um, and then I was like, you're going to have to like not go down on me very soon. Otherwise, I'm going to remember and I'm going to be in my head um, about it. So, yeah. yeah, I'm choosing to try and forget that information. So now that I've just brought it back into my brain. Um, but does sorry. That mean, does that mean he would have gone through the entire alphabet Front and then backwards. And Super then quickly numbers. though. Super quickly. Super quickly. Yeah. Super quick. Like, it's never been that quick in my life. I don't know. What, how do you, like, like I get that I may or may not have slept with some women in my time, but I can't, like, my tongue doesn't move like that. Well, his does. Super quickly. His does. That's impressive. He's probably had some practice. No, yeah. no I don't think, think so, actually. Mm, we like the boy. We like the boy. Mm. He's good. Um, and yeah, he's like super motivating, makes, not makes me get up in the morning, but encourages me to get up in the morning. I mentioned to him that I wanted to do a hundred kilo deadlift, a uh, hundred kilo squat, sorry. And he was like, okay, so how are we making it happen? Cause he's like, he trains and that's like a thing that he does. He's like, so how are we making it happen? And I was like, I, I don't know. And he was like, go on, do 80 kilos for three, like via text message. Yeah. Fucking did it, didn't I? Yep. Fuck yeah, you did. I was like, <laughs> but apparently the thought of um, disappointing him hurt me more than the 80 kilo squat. Interesting. So it's kind of one of those, like, I'm not angry, just disappointed scenarios. No, like he wouldn't actually be disappointed. I just wanted to prove yourself. Prove myself. Yeah. 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 It's cute. He's cute. We can stay. <laughs> well, my week was just full of work. I don't know. Just events at the moment. Obviously, at my new workplace up in Brisbane, it's getting really full on. Mm. Um, I don't have any other stories. I had a little two-day hiatus yeah. on my own last week, which is I nice. saw you um, had Shiraz at 1pm, and you also spelt Shiraz wrong. I don't know if you noticed that. Did not notice it, but you want to know why? Why? Because I had an entire bottle of Shiraz gin at 1pm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shiraz gin. It wasn't even Shiraz. It was an like entire bottle of gin. That's 20 drinks, not fucking... Six. Indeed it is. Um, that's 20 drinks over the course of 48 hours. Yes, and please and thank you. And two bottles of wine. So um, I was pretty proud of myself. There was a wonderful, like, spa bath that overlooked the valley. Right. Um, in Montville. Yeah. Gorgeous. Wonderful place. Um, I basically, like, day two, gone out for breakfast, come home, not left again. I had cheese. I had crackers. I had alcohol. That is all I needed. Interesting. Yes. Um, in case listeners are getting confused right now, um, let's dial back to our previous episode where Emily was the drunk hoe bag and, and Steph, Steph was on was alcohol hiatus. On alcohol hiatus. Um, and now I'm the one getting up at six o'clock in the morning and drinking only coffee. I had one drink last week. It was a, it was a glass of red with a nice uh, vegan dinner. It was beautiful. Ooh, very classy. I know. I thought I'm so. getting fuck out in my cabin in the woods. And you're getting fuck out in a cabin in the woods. We have changed. We have changed, but I'm still getting up incredibly early, so... Is that because it's like if you don't come down... if You can't come down if you don't come down? You can't come down if you don't come down. No, it's because obviously with work it's getting really crazy, so I'm doing all these hours, like 10, 12, 14-hour days. So it's like I need to be up and gymmed before work mm. and do some, like, my just me time before work. Otherwise, I'm, like, soul-sucked by the time I get to work. Yeah, See, I'm going to stick with my um, four days of six hours and two days of ten hours. Thanks. Four. Do you work six days a week? No. I lied. Three days of six hours and two days of ten hours. Cool. So I can't spell M can't math. Yes, correct. It's fine. Um, I'm usually actually strengths. pretty fucking good at math, though, so this is we, sad. We've all got our strengths and weaknesses. Hey, I just got an academic excellence award. You can't fucking say that to me. Yeah, in... Um, Writing, not math. So, you know. Uh, in business, actually. <laughs> Which is kind Which of neither of those things. For? Yeah, neither of those things and both of those things all at once. You do, you count in business. Congratulations on that, by the way. That was oh, pretty impressive. Thank you. I tried to fail and somehow got an Academic Excellence Award. What the fuck happened? Some people are just born for greatness. <laughs> That's what I said to, uh, to my housemate the other day. So, Sam, the person I live with up in Brisbane. I was like, because I was having a bad day, obviously having yeah. a two-day hiatus. And I just went, you know, man, like it's just fucking exhausting being destined for greatness. <laughs> and I was dead set. Like it was <laughs> no joke. I was laying on the floor, <laughs> like borderline <laughs> tears. And just being Were you like, being completely serious though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no sarcasm at all. There was no Ooh. sarcasm. So the other, like, 
this guy and I have this thing that we talk that we use, which is the compliment credit card, because mm-hmm. neither of us are very good at compliments. But we are, we are, and we are. We're getting. We've had this this joke, like whenever someone said one of us says something cute, the other one will just send back disgusting with like a vomity face. Yeah. that's our way of diffusing it. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I was having a bad morning, and I was like, I'm gonna swipe the compliments credit card, and he was like, he was like, you know what? Oprah's going to hand you the crown of the strongest and most successful woman alive. And I was like, ah, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> so, Oprah, I'm coming for you, bitch. Yes, I will give you a blowjob now. No, he, this was via text message. Also, like... Banked one for later. It's been a super, like, not not so much a sexually orientated thing and more of, like, a cuddles and getting to know each other. And I kind of dig it. That is really cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like you're progressing from one phase of your life to the next and it's really kind of amazing it's cute um it's disgusting um yeah prob's gonna end up in trouble but it's fine i'm in danger help Help. i'm drowning um i think i'm in good danger though i'm okay with it oh danger's good danger i went to 80k's on my motorbike yesterday for the first time Pretty proud of myself. I was about to say you sadistic fuck, but that's kind of... Well, it's cool for it's you. Kind of I don't ever want to be on a motorbike. But it is really cool for me. And to, um, at my mum, there was one point where obviously you're trying to figure out how everything I'm pulling up the lights and I put my feet down before I stop the bike. Oh, no. I wasn't going very fast, but it nearly ended very badly. Um, what, without any legs attached to you anymore? Just for the car in front of me, I was more concerned about... Oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. Yes, we're learning. That's problematic. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, well, that's pretty much the whole kit and caboodle from us, I guess. We did radio school this morning, which was kind of cool. Yeah, um, it was really cool. We're actually releasing this the day we're recording it because we're super prepared. Yeah, so, yeah, we did it literally this morning. Um, was fun, was excellent. Obviously, we've both got a history in radio and we want to get back on air. Might yeah. even plug the podcast every now and then. Yeah, well, plug the podcast. Well, hopefully, in an ideal world, we'll have a podcast-esque radio show that we can talk about sex and dating and shit on. Mm. And um, these exact words in the uh, in the meeting this morning when we did radio school was um, getting paid to talk shit for a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always said that though. Yeah. I I will be happy when I get paid to talk shit for a living. However, I have like lots of dreams and ambitions now, and it's not just that. But um, yeah. <laughs> grumpy boy very grumpy boy i don't know what he's barking at nothing's going on anyway um so this episode yes. that we're going to do today it's just us by the way if you guys haven't noticed yeah um no guests today we're kind of liking the just us in mm. terms of we get to talk a little bit more about things um in depth yep. uh, we will have guests obviously still but you brought this episode topic to me i did so do you want to intro a little on it so basically i wanted to talk about this this topic because and i didn't realize this until it kind of became apparent when men kept calling me this so i was at Mm. work the other day and i'm in a manager position at work and i've come in recently like six weeks old or whatever and one of my bar staff um i was talking to him and they were talking about grabbing a drink mid like mid break i was like yeah yeah, let's go for a drink no 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 i'll probably just have water like, why? He was like, no, Steph's here. She scares, she scares the shit out of me. I was like, what? You fucking, I scare you what? He's like, yeah, man. Nah, you've got like this big dick alpha energy about you and it, scares, it fucking terrifies me. And then we went on to talk about how he couldn't date an alpha female. And this isn't the first time I've been called that. Either. An alpha female? Yeah, it's the third or fourth time now that different men have all gone, you've got this like alpha female yeah. big dick energy. And it's never been in a positive light. Which is why I kind of wanted to come to you with this topic because it's like we have, and Emily, you're very much the same. Yeah. Whereas we have this big dick female energy and it can be taken one of two ways. You either date a man that might end up being a little prissy bitch because it just works like that. Yeah. Like positive and negatives attract. Or you've got all these men around you that are intimidated by you because you've got this feminine yeah, and I definitely have had that experience in the past. Um, I told him I wasn't going to harp on about him too much, but um, that's one of the things I like most about the current guys. He's not intimidated by me at, yeah. by any stretch. Yeah. Um, he actually calls me out on my bullshit a lot and tells me to be better. Um, well, encourages me to be better. He doesn't. He's not preachy by any means. Um, 
but I've never experienced this before. Mm. I've always had guys like my my previous um, boyfriend. He, I said I was going to do my masters, and he tried to talk me out of it. Yeah, because it was like an intimidation thing. Like the mm-hmm. better I got, the more I threatened him. Yeah, and I think that's that's something that stems. And I don't know if it's. I don't like to – again, I've said this a million times. I don't like to be the man, Haiti, like you're all little bitches and blah, blah, blah. But I don't know if it stems from some sort of like societal norm of this is what's – like women were never in these positions before and we never had these kinds of personalities or these successes or stuff like that. So guys are still kind of trying to figure out where they fit in at all. Yeah. Or, yeah, like I just don't – I don't know where it comes from on their end of things because theoretically speaking like if you're both successful that only benefits both of you exactly <laughs> like in terms of dating obviously yeah because yeah. like you mentioned that obviously we're talking on a bigger scale and girls these people's boss as well but like in terms of dating like it does I, I don't get it how why don't they think that if yeah there's two parties there the more successful one is and the other is you're just fucking unstoppable at that point. In a partnership. That's yeah. the whole point, right? You're a team. You're that power couple. And we have really come a long way even in the last, like, decade of this, like, woman power. Yeah. And the last 12 to 24 months with all, like, the Cardi B, the Nicki Minaj, I know it's super typical yeah. and very pop of me to say, but just music like that. Like, fuck, even I know that it changed me. Yeah. Whoop changed me. Oh, my God. At work now, people like- have started putting wet pussy shots through as – um, wet ass pussies yep. on, as like free text like the yep. waiters because I work with the docket system now it's fucking hilarious every time I'm like would you like a bucket and a mop for your wet ass pussy for <laughs> um, these macaroni people um. yeah <laughs> but no I completely agree like there's obviously been a massive shift in um, like Beyonce's been doing this for years yeah. but she wasn't quite as abrupt maybe yeah. about it like Cardi, Nikki who even Megan Thee Stallion, like there's so many out there that are just like, you know what, fuck you all. Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about this shit. I'm going to be this bitch, like straight up. Whereas before Beyonce was kind of like, I'm great, I'm a queen, blah, blah, blah. Everyone's great, but she didn't come quite so blunt blunt about about it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I I really, you know, like props to him, my ex. Um, one of the, I think one of the best things he ever did for me was obviously we met over in Canada and I was young. I was like 19, 20. Yeah. And I'd spent 15 or 10 years having men hit on me all the time. Yeah. And, you know, for 10 years of my life, men are trying to take advantage of you. People try to take advantage of you because you're this happy little bubbly thing that looks like it can get walked over. Yeah. And for the four years that we were together, it was me complaining about it and him being like, that's nice. What are you going to do about it? That's yeah. I see you not going to change that. Like, what can we do to work on this? And it was, he would encourage me to listen to people like Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. And he'd be like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck embody that shit. Stomp on men's throats. Like, that came, <laughs> that came from him. Because there are a couple of scenarios, obviously, um, working bottle service in nightclubs over in Whistler, where you've got very drunk Americans, very drunk tourists that think they can do whatever they think want. Think they can do whatever they Grab want. Grab your ass. I had a dude once grab the back of my neck like in a chokehold kind of thing and tried to force me to kiss his friend in bottle service. Um, excuse like you. grabbed me. <laughs> relax. Can you time, just relax? Freaked out, could have cried, should have left work. Now would have fucking floored the dude. Yeah, but okay, I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. But I also see the need for a little bit of mediation. <laughs> like I... I've said this to you before, and I think I've even mentioned it on the podcast, where I I love feminism. Mm -hmm. It's great. Women empowerment, fabulous. However, I think to a degree we've pushed it a little too far, and it's no longer about equality, and it's about hating men. And I have said it a million times, I'll say it a million times again, and when I'm talking to you about guests for this podcast, I always am actively trying to get men on here as well, because I think it's very unfair that women have all these platforms and can express their opinions and basically shit all over men all the time and they don't have a right to reply. We did a yeah. whole freaking episode on it right at the start. Yeah. What, did I, what, what was it called? Men Come Defend Yourselves? Yeah. We did a whole episode on it. So I think 
I think there's an element as well of, yes, these boys need to behave better sometimes and that scenario is absolutely not okay by any stretch of the truth. But sometimes... Yeah, like the small comments like you're an alpha female and I'm scared of you, maybe don't step on his throat. No, no, not like that. And, I, and I'm not – and I too try not to be like men hate it unjustifiably. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's – I got to a point where I was really sick of men trying to take advantage of me and it, it, you become that – you know, it's the concept of I think, therefore I am. Yeah, I just – fucking Billie Eilish right there, straight off the bat. I've got that song stuck in my head now. Shit. What? Anyway. I think, therefore I am. Yeah. As in, song. it's because I've heard it too much. As in, what but, you think of yourself, no, you like, become. Yeah, it's like you sit there and you're like, but if I hold myself to this certain, not dominance, but if I hold myself to a certain point where men feel like they can't step all over you. Yeah. Or people, people in general. You give off that alpha vibe, then people are going to be less obliged to fuck with you. Yeah. And I had this conversation this morning as well where I basically said to. I don't want to – what am I going to call him? I said to old mate, uh, old mate, this guy that's been waking up in my bed in the mornings, um, I said to him, I was like, people find me intimidating mm-hmm. and often arrogant. Yeah. And I just want you to know that. Like, I want you to know that that's what people think of me. And he's like, people find me the same. And then the conversation kind of went from there that it's not – yes, okay, yes, don't be arrogant, arrogant, mm-hmm. don't be – actively putting yourself in a position where you're upsetting other people. But at the end of the day, is it really your responsibility to make sure people aren't intimidated of you? No, and Probably fucking not. And that's what we said last week in the podcast. Yeah. It's are you intimidating or are they intimidated? Yeah, and that's it. Like it's it's a we're only deemed alpha and scary and intimidating because we have drive and passion and confidence and we are self-confident enough to know we're going to do good things and yeah. that we're good at our jobs and, and to not allow people to step all over not you, allow you know? people to to step all over all over us if i can talk today that would be fabulous <laughs> and not allow people to step all over yeah. us and that's the only reason that i think people find us to be that way because it's not expected well and the people that find you intimidating it's not a floor of yours it's a fault on them if they are intimidated by you. Yeah, it's like about it's more about their self-esteem than anything else. And that's not to say, you know, there is certain people that I find intimidating. That's not to say that I guess in a female on female scenario, even the, even guys on guys on girls, like as long as it's not expressed in a negative way, like it's obviously affected you because you felt it in a negative way. Yeah. But it's okay to be intimidated by someone. Mm. Like that's okay. Just don't let it formulate your opinion of them in a negative light just because you're intimidated by them. Because yeah. chances are you're intimidated by them because they're doing something good or yeah. they're doing something better than you. Mm-hmm. Like there's plenty of people I'm intimidated by. Plenty. Like people are rarely intimidated by people doing less than them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's like, yeah. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident in myself. Um, I do have moments, I, I joked about it this morning, that I've got um, body dysmorphia of the personality. Oh, yes. Um, because I do have my moments where I'm like, should I be different? Should I be more palatable? Mm-hmm. Um, because I can be quite a lot um, and you have the same scenario and it oftentimes brings us to a head because both of us can be quite a lot. Very often. Um, and we're, <laughs> we're quite a lot in very different realms as well. Yeah. Um, not very similar, lots of a lot. We're just, we're, you and I are both massive personalities in completely polar opposite kind of ways. Yeah. And it clashes hardcore. Yeah. And I yeah. mean, that's all, that's all fine. Like we, that's something that we've had to work through between the two of us because mm-hmm. we didn't, I think we were both um, toned down versions of ourselves when we first started doing this. And we've re- come to realize that this, the, um, Dynamic is a little full on hmm. when we spend lots of time together. <laughs> or between like 12 and 16 hours. <laughs> no, it's not like it's all right. We, we're usually good to, for like three days. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just a, 
I like being an alpha female. I don't know why it has to be so negative all the time. Well, I'll, I'll never forget, and this was back when my ex and I were together, what, four would have been five months ago. I was standing out in front of a nightclub and someone that we'd met once yeah. come up to me. Granted, was was definitely had some uh, nostril assistance in his personality and what he felt the need to say to people. Oh, nose beers. Nose beers, yes. De- he, definitely he was, the nose beers. He was on the snow. On <laughs> the snow. <laughs> on the happy fun snow. Um, but no, and he had a conversation with me and, and I don't know, I think we got off on the wrong foot after that because he kind of went, you know, it's very interesting in your relationship because your boyfriend's an alpha male and you're an alpha female. Yeah. That shouldn't work. Yeah. But I kind of looked at him and I was like, first instinct was how dare you? Yeah. I want to stand here in my fucking alpha female shoes and tell her to go fuck yourself. Um, but this person's also quite alpha in their um, positioning in the room as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if I am following who you're talking about correctly. Yes, yes. Um, so I can understand how the two of you didn't get that conversation out the way that it was intended. Right? Because <laughs> we both just kind of butted heads in that sense. And, and it was the sense of, okay, so what about every power couple if you think an alpha female and an alpha male can't be together? And there's a psychological reasoning behind it. And I actually find this in my mum as well. And this is what we heard from a psychologist um, way back when. Mm. It was alpha females need an alpha male. They look for alpha males. They strive for them. Yeah. But they end up with beta males and vice versa. I spoke to someone the other day that thought, oh, no, we were talking about, we were talking about this. Someone yeah. thought the Omega was the, the top of the pyramid. No, and like, I was like. Definitely not. That is like the bottom, bro. Well, well, that's not even the bottom. It's like the. Run you, to the litter. You, yeah. You're like, you're on your own, mate. But, but, and that, and that's the unfortunate psychology behind it. Because I look at incredible alpha females like my mum, who has always wanted and kind of always wanted that big, strong kind of handyman. Yeah, but actually falls in love with the beta male. But I think it's, <sighs> and it I happens think, on the other foot as well. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of a. We think we want the alpha male, mm. but then on the flip side, the same way that they get threatened by us, I think we get threatened by them as well. Yeah, and it's like speaking as a person who has dealt with an alpha male for the last he refers to himself as the main character um but speaking as a person who has dealt with that for the last week it's fucking exhausting yeah like to keep at that level Mm. with that person is fucking exhausting so i can see how the alpha female would fall in love with the beta male because it's safe it's easy it's loving it's loving generally generally you know if it a beta male that's going to fall fall in love with an alpha female is generally quite doting, quite loving, quite nurturing. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not talking about shitbags here that talk you out of your masters. Like, those people don't fall in love with alpha males. Yeah. Alpha females. They don't. It's not a thing. Those people despise alpha females. They despise alpha females and they fall, fall in love with, like, I don't know what to refer to I, them I, as in a nice term that's yeah. not shamey. Anyway, um, yeah. But that's, I think that's a massive thing is we think we want it, but then we get intimidated by it as well and exhausted by it. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, do I? Also, it's fucking terrifying. Like a, the power couple status is terrifying. I love that, but that's what I want. I strive for that. I want that superior couple, like, yeah, yeah you know. Well, I said to him this morning as well. I could literally have the conversation this morning. He said to me, He's like, I want to watch me grow, I want to watch you grow, and I want to watch us grow. And I was like, if all three of those things happen, like, there's not nothing that's going to stop us. Yeah. Like, you, we're very, very big personalities, both of us, but there's, like, all three of the, those things happen, there's nothing that can stop us. Mm. And you will achieve that power couple status. Yeah. And that's probably why there's only, what, a handful of power couples out there that you know of, like, publicly kind of thing obviously there's fuckloads of them within the general public but there's only a handful of them within the celebrity world for argument's sake because there's a lot of things that need to go right yeah and a lot of work that needs to be done between between the people and each of the people separately yeah as well 
Well, and it's actually really interesting because we talk about, you know, I idolise the idea of an alpha couple. Yeah. And that's what I'm striving for ultimately. But, you know, it was one of the kind of ended up being a big downfall in one of my previous relationships because he was very much alpha female. Alpha alpha male, sorry. Interesting. He was an alpha female. Hmm. He was very much an alpha male and it worked really well. And we were like, we were that power couple kind of stance and we troubled a lot being that power couple kind of stance but then I don't know what it was but we ended up being insecure about it and, I but can about s- the other per- you know it was like we weren't in- I wasn't intimidated by the other person he wasn't intimidated by me but it was that place that you held yourself out in a room full of people that ended up making us insecure in each other in our relationship it's I think it's a lot of pressure mm. for sure because you you want to maintain that status of and in each other's eyes not only in people around you's eyes but in each other's eyes you want to maintain that status so you there's extra pressure for you not to fuck up and you not to have a bad day and you not to slip a little bit from that and I think there's a small a small element of a nurturing thing between the two of you that possibly could have resolve that before like just something as simple as I know you're having a bad day today but you'll be better to like you'll you'll hit those achievements or just like little comments like that whereas I think potentially from what you're saying it was more of like a we have to be at our a game at all times yeah very much is that how it felt yeah yeah which is I mean if you're both at your a game all the time it's fine, but I think to me that almost sounds like a business relationship. Yeah. Rather than a relationship. Like have you seen relationship? Have you seen the T V show called The Arrangement? T V show? No, I haven't seen them. T V shows. You don't watch them. Yeah. Oh, well, interesting. No, I watch Boring. Like, in my head I'm like, no, nah, I haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. No. So basically it's a show where she, she's an actress and he's an actor. Um, but she's like up and coming and he's like one of the biggest stars in Hollywood, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she, they end up actually falling in love in the show. But basically he brings her on as his red carpet girlfriend and yeah. it's an arrangement. And it's that sort of like keeping up appearances. Yeah. But also they like they ended up falling in love and then lots of other things happened. Watch the show. It's a great show. Um, but that keeping up appearances and for the outsides – benefit kind of sounds like no well, i what went wrong in your situation i have a question for you then okay um obviously living with you i've gotten to know you a lot better and you have this obviously big personality about you and everything but how do you find that keeping up appearances because i know you have your moments where you feel like you have all this pressure on from the outside world and from yourself to kind of maintain that um or kind of prove these things to yourself like how do you find that it's exhausting um yeah it's I think it would be a lot harder if that pressure was coming from someone else as well as myself yeah um because I've already got enough of that pressure coming from me um in the last couple of weeks I've done a lot of kind of like realigning my priorities mm-hmm. um and cutting myself some slack I guess but yeah it's exhausting and it's I put a lot of pressure on myself to be successful. I'm only 23, only just gone 23. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, it was my birthday last week. We didn't release an episode on my birthday. Oh, no. um, that's fine. Um, I had a birthday. It was fun. We didn't even talk about that fucking shit show. Anyway, that's for a later episode when I can talk what, about... Your birthday? Yeah. Oh, the, the fucking... F- <laughs> we want to talk about toxic masculinity. Let's go. Um, Excellent. No, that's that's a whole other topic. He was just an asshole. Um, but yeah, it's I'm 23 and I put a lot of pressure on myself to succeed because I I recently discovered. <laughs> I don't know if I've even told you this yet. I think I have. I recently discovered that I'm the only person in my my immediate family to have graduated high school. Amazing. Um. In year 12, like my brother, my mum, my dad and my brother all got year 10 certificates. The other two are still in school. Uh, I'm the only one to graduate high school. Mm -hmm. And out of the four people working, I'm earning the least amount of money. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm a bartender. Yep. I was like, fucking sick. But it really does go to prove that, like, with all these university degrees and diplomas that we both have... Means nothing. It, it does mean nothing because a lot of the time the most successful people are the ones that didn't go to university. Yep. And that's because you go to university to get taught how to function in a box. Yeah. Well, like, I, I don't think my degrees were for nothing. I've got a lot of experience to show... Um, because of them, like I wouldn't be working in sports. I probably wouldn't be even doing this podcast because I wouldn't have had the experience to know I loved it Mm -hmm. because when I started uni, I was going to be a film producer and that was it. And I didn't realise that I actually kind of liked the other side of things. Um, But yeah, my 18-year-old brother who dropped out of school in year 10, um, sorry, Matt, for outing you on air, um, but dropped out of school in year 12, he just got an apprenticeship as a mechanic. Yep. And he will be earning fuckloads more money than me anytime soon. And it's like that frustration kicked in pretty quickly of like you guys on paper, I should be the one that's excelling, succeeding. However, my industry is incredibly hard to break. Mm-hmm. There's that. Um, the world's broken currently, so mm-hmm. people aren't spending money on – entertainment Mm -hmm. so that's made it even harder but it's also i have no fucking clue how to do it yeah i have no clue where to start but at the same time you also got to remember that like and i think like when it comes to any trade as well just a little side note and i had this conversation with max because he was a tradie too and the reason and i kind of justified this to myself the reason they make so much money is because they're trading their physical health um, and I'm not as a bartender. No, no, no. But, of course, it, it, it's strenuous. But you sit there and you're, you're like, you know, a bricklayer or a carpenter that spends 50 years on their hands and knees and physically working in that sense. I shake 100 cocktails an hour. But you know what I'm saying, though? I know what you're it's saying. Like you're, it's wear and tear on your body. It's like... I know what you're saying, but I also think that there's an element of bullshit to that. Yeah. Like, I, I can see exactly... It's like it's hazard pay in yeah. the... In the like simplest form but how is my job not not like that like I shake the same movement daily I have strains in my psoas muscle apparently um and that's what I've been told it's called um and in my neck from all the reaching and the leaning and I'm on my feet for 12 hours Mm -hmm. a day as you are like how is does that justify that like I'm this is gone this is digress but but that's that's a job description, I think it's a hospitality problem. What really fucking annoys me is that hospitality doesn't have a lot of unions. Again, bringing up the ex again. But when he, with his trade, it was, they had, everyone was on a union. Everyone paid $2 out of their paycheck to be on a union. Yeah. It made sure they had RDOs, like rostered days off. They had a certain amount of pay. They had a certain amount of hazard pay. They had like different pay rates. So you get a, like a little bonus depending on what floor you work on. If you work, the higher up you work, the more you get paid kind of thing. As in in an apartment building in kind an apartment of thing. Building, yeah. yeah. Like physical floors, exactly, not... Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And you sit there and you're like, why do we not have a union? Like, they have to have paid breaks. They can only work a certain amount of hours. They have to do this, they have to do that. You go into hospo, they'll chuck you for a 16-hour shift. You get one half an hour break, which you if don't you're get lucky. paid for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're lucky. Yeah. And you sit there and you're like, how is that legal? And they'll put you on for 10, 12, 14 days straight throughout Christmas on 12-hour shifts. And yeah. you go, how the fuck is that legal? It's because we don't have a union in hospital. Hospital's fucked. And I absolutely have locked out in my scenario. And my boss, actually, his phrases were, you're getting this because you've put yourself in a position where I can't live without you. And I was like, because I'm the only girl in the bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These boys, they need some leadership. <laughs> no, Mom actually, here, boys. When, when, when the supervisor's around, they're fine. But yeah. when um, he's not around, they get a little... Um, they, they get a little distracted. Um, yes. But that's I've locked out completely that I'm in a position where I'm working five days a week, basically a nine to five, mm-hmm. like with a little bit of a difference. The break thing comes and goes, you know, sometimes my break's seven hours into my shift, sometimes my break's not at all. Yeah. You know, you never know what happens. But it's fucked. And every day I'm like, I want to get out of hospital. And I think that's where the frustration comes into it because I want to get out of hospital. But at the same time... I have no fucking clue how mm-hmm. because we're not taught in uni. We're not – it's not – granted, you have a law degree, so we're going to disregard that for a second. But we're not told, okay, so these are all the ways to do your job um, and this is how you get a job. Yep. Like, my mum's a nurse. She went to uni. Mm-hmm. She got out of uni. 
She went into a hospital because it was natural progression of what would happen. Where the fuck do I go? I think I have an entertainment degree. What do I, I do? I know it's really hard, obviously, when you have to work to survive and we are at a point in living the kind of lifestyle where we need a certain amount of money every week. Yeah. So we need to work four to five days a week. But it's the kind of thing where you just kind of got to go, fuck it. You got to work yourself to the bone and do like volunteer work. Yeah. And but you do that pro bono work for a little while just that's for the experience. The frustration is I've got myself into a position because I'm. 23 not 18 like I moved out of home when I was 18 mm-hmm. so I've got myself into a position now where I have to work five days a week yeah to afford my life like I we live in a house yep. like we have a house we have both have cars that we have to pay for mm-hmm. we both have bills and all that kind of stuff fucking hex debts that come out every now and then yep. Yep. all those kind of things and entertainment's unfortunately one of those industries that to upskill it costs you half a kidney mm-hmm in any sort of like you there's always that this podcast equipment that's yep. you know that's money right there you get a new camera that's money right there like you can't it's an industry that it costs you a lot to keep up if you're yep. not making it in the process yeah so you can't just well this saying of you know docking up to the island and burning the boats yeah you can't do that because if we without cash reserves if we burnt the boats we'd be fucked because you yep. have no idea when it's going to happen, it doesn't matter how hard you work. Obviously, working hard helps, but and being the alpha and being confident and all those kind of things help. But it gets to a point where it's like, it's who you know and being in the right place at the right time yeah. and all that kind of stuff that's like super frustrating. So in a long-winded response to your question about how I find keeping up appearances. Oh, we're back to that, yeah. Yeah, well, that's where this started because that was relevant um, because none of that has been relevant. Yeah, yeah, that's what I find super, super frustrating about it is I'm constantly putting on a show pretending that I'm close to where I want to be when in in reality I have no idea. Fake it till you make it. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Like it's – the dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Like mm-hmm. I'm constantly acting for the job I want, not yeah. the job I have. Yeah. Um. You know, I work five days in a bar and the other two days I'm pretending I don't work in a bar mm-hmm. and I don't get any days off in theory. I'm working on that now to yeah. have a day off. But yeah, you just it's – it's really hard to yeah. – Someday, I think I said it to you the other day. We were on a cruise in Airlie mm. and there was a girl who was like super airy fairy, like jumping around the boat. She was a little Asian girl. She was adorable. Um, and she just looked like an absolute moron. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I wish that that was enough for me. Yeah. I wish that I was one of those people who could just glide through life and happily be – you know, that little airy, everything's great, I'll work my retail job forever mm. and nothing really matters kind of girl. Yeah. But I'm not that girl. Mm. And sometimes I wish that I was less of an alpha in that respect. Yeah. Kind of want to be the uh, the old beta, let someone else run the race for once. I mean, you could just, nah, I take back what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say, because if you were suggesting that I just become a beta, like, have you met me? Nah, I was suggesting that you go be like a fucking dominatrix and you get all these alpha men that secretly like being whipped in the bedroom to pay you a fuck ton of money. And then you can use that money to progress in your career in whichever way you want because you're making a lot of money because you put heels in men's backs. Yeah, I'm just... If you remembered you're talking to me and not you. Maybe I'm giving myself a pep talk. Yeah. I'm pretty that's sure. Very I'm, much I'm what that sure sounded like. A pep talk here. I'm gonna be happy and monogamous and building each other up and making sure each other posts posts on social media and stuff. Super fucking cute. It's disgusting. It's fucking disgusting, <laughs> but it's super cute. Super cute. It's super fucking disgusting, but. I mean, we laid on the couch last night and watched TikTok videos to try and get inspiration for the podcast TikToks. That's adorable. I know it was gross. But like. Not even like you. Let's let's take a second and talk about how me and my other housemate just like cuddle and watch movies. With yeah. nothing go. We literally have people at work be like, "So you guys like a?" We're like, "No." So yeah, well, look, you guys like it? No. I'm asking you that all the time. Are you guys like a? Because nah. that's weird. That's like, what I mean. That's fucking it's, weird, mate. 
I just, I've acknowledged that I need physical human connection. Like I like cuddles and I like watching movies and having cuddles. And like, it feels like, like a blow up boyfriend without anything other than just cuddles. And like, I make breakfast, he does the dishes. Like it's all that cute, romantic, gross shit without anything. Like not even sex. Like that's So you've got, this is how you're avoiding having a relationship. You've got your relationship guy and I, your sex guy and they're two different guys. And that's how you're avoiding the sex guy becoming a relationship guy because you don't need to get the relationship stuff from him because you're getting it from the relationship it's guy. I, it's not that I don't need, like, it's not that I, it's if they cross paths, it's a dangerous game, right? Because we're forgetting <laughs> I'm dead inside. I just like cuddles. I don't actually want a relationship, right? Because I need to be my own individual entity for a while so I can go off and pursue big and vast things. But you need cuddles. But you know two basic needs? What? Sex and cuddles. <laughs> what happens when I'm you pretty get... sure that's not in Maslow's hierarchy. What, but what, what happens when you get them from the same person? You either end up falling in love with them or you end up in a relationship. This is why you never cuddled your fuck buddy way back when. This is why you guys never I kissed. had to call him off the other day, actually. But that's what I mean. It's like if you cross the two then you'll either end up falling in love or I'll end up in a position that I don't want to be in because I'm busy focusing on myself right now. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I just, I mean, I just didn't cuddle anyone when I wasn't cuddling my fuck buddy. But I think you and I are different people. I think you need that a little bit more than I do. I do yeah, because I just feel like I'm that little bit hollow inside and sometimes it's just nice to, you know, get head pats. So strange. <laughs> so strange. Like I'm actually trying to end up in one of those two scenarios and um, I don't think I've gotten any head pads in the last fortnight. No, nah, it's because they walk past the chair and just like pat me on the head. Very strange. You get like head scratches as well. I don't get head scratches. I just get thrown over his shoulder because I'm little. Aww. Yeah, it's f- I don't get thrown over anyone's shoulder because I'm like six foot tall. No, I just get like moved like physically moved it's just you, like here you're now. in the way move. Yeah. <laughs> physically moved um yeah all right mm. so you're like an you're an alpha in the workplace and in life but at home you're a little bit more of a omega definitely but mm. i am but uh, but i am and this is we've always spoken about this like, I am the one that likes getting smacked around in the bedroom. Like, this is the thing. It's like, and it's the same concept of alpha men in the workplace end up liking a healing their back in the bedroom. Yeah, it's, that's true. You like your trauma kind of thing. Like, same thing. If you don't have any trauma, you don't need to take it out anywhere. Yeah. It's the same sort of idea. Like, if you're not constantly in charge, like, then you want to be in charge. But if you are constantly in charge, you kind of just want to let let the reins go a little bit I want to let it go and let someone take control of me like that's just yeah Mm, it all comes full circle yin and yang right I don't know what I am but it depends on the day you're the little dots (laughs) you're the little dots you're both of the little dots (laughs) both the little dots yeah yeah with the yin and yang you know how it's like yeah yeah, yeah. the little dots you're the little dots I mean I don't know what I am I'm I think I'm metamorphosing into not less of an alpha, but less of a scary alpha. Mm. Like I'm more, more of a humbled. No, I'm not humble. Like I've always been humble. By no stretch have I ever tried to push my successes on other people. Remember, guys, that I got an academic excellence award. I'm joking. Um, always no. talks in angst about all the degrees she has. Because it is angsty. There's nothing <laughs> impressive about my degrees. There's nothing impressive about my degrees. If there was anything impressive about except my degrees, I wouldn't that, have to talk about them. compared to everyone that doesn't have a degree. And he's working, he's working jobs that are paying them better than bartending, so they can suck my dick, hmm. basically, in summary. Um, my brother doesn't have a degree. He earns more money than me. He can get fucked. No, I'm joking. I'm so not angsty about it. I'm a little salty. Like, a little salty. A little salty. A little salty. Yeah, like, about as non-salty as the fucking ocean. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just frustrated. That's all it is. But I, yeah, I'm metamorphosing into more of like a empowered alpha rather than a yeah. angsty alpha. That's good. Yeah. Little angry pocket rocket. Po- do you do not, have I told you pocket rocket's my nickname at work? Because I can make sense. Man. I'm the only girl in a b- bar full of boys, and I'm the only one that's under six foot. Yeah. Also, this is a tiny bar, so mm-hmm. I have been borderline sexually assaulted like ten times a day <laughs> since I worked there. But um, yeah, that, my nickname is Pocket Rocket. Yep. 
Um, She's so feisty. Because I'm so feisty and small. We used to say that to everyone we worked together at our bartending gig. Like, she'd fucking yell at people and yell at customers and get all feisty. And I'd just look at the customer dead in the eye and be like, she's so feisty. <laughs> they always laugh at me because she's already fucking stormed off fucking yelling at someone else. I don't so yell at customers. I just diplomatically tell them they're a dickhead. Yeah. In that scenario, I could in that place. It was a pub. Yeah. I can't where I am now. It's yeah. like, this is why I don't get – I'm not allowed to talk to customers. <laughs> nah, I'm a bartender. I don't it's talk to customers. in dispense so you cannot talk to customers. Well, it's, it's all dispense. Mm-hmm. But I do. I'm the one that gets pulled into the public bar. So, I mean, maybe I'm not that bad. Definitely not that bad. I'm just – I'm a, now I'm an empowered alpha now. <laughs> I am empowered. Well, I don't know. Do we have anything else we want to add on to that? Because obviously I brought it up because, it, as I said, it's been brought up with me a couple of times and I thought it was pretty interesting to have men tell me that they're intimidated by me and that they could never date a woman like me. I mean, I think at the moment there's nothing really more to add in terms of like it's probably come at a weird time given I – happen to stumble across a man that's kind of okay with me being an alpha Mm. and supports it and you happen to not want men to talk to you so yeah like it's not actually an issue for us at the moment at all i would like to revisit it once you decide to um unfreeze your heart Mm. um elsa (laughs) Once you decide to unfreeze your heart, I would like to revisit it and see how you go in terms of like, would you find, whether you find a lot of people to be um, intimidated by it, like men that you're trying to date, because I think that's the, that's the big thing here. Like women, I think women get intimidated by alpha women in a, it's a self-esteem kind of way. And I think for the most part, um, we've gotten to a point where, we're not trolling each other. <laughs> yeah. We're just kind of being like, oh, she's scary. I'm going to leave her over there. Yeah. And that's okay. I think the real issue comes in dating with men and they're like, what the fuck do I do with it's you? It's actually really funny because that was us when we first met. I don't know if it was you, but it was me. I'm like, scary thing. I'm going to leave gonna her over there. Yeah. I'm leave that over there. Yeah. And obviously we were forced into an environment where we couldn't exactly leave that over there. Yeah. Um, and I come off very strong and don't let people leave that over there. Um, but, yeah, I think because my experience leans towards the, yeah, men are fucking shit terrified of me. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I get the intimidating and a lot. Like, they're usually just like, you're a lot. And I'm like, I'm aware. Are you man enough to handle it, though? Yeah. That is the real question. Um, but, yeah, at the moment, I'm pretty G. Mm. Enjoying. Apparently, you find them in Melbourne. Men that um like alpha men, alpha females. There's only been ever been two guys I've dated who've been cool with me being the way that I am, and um, both of them were from Melbourne. Yeah, it's because they just got done out of lockdown. They'll fucking oh no, this one. Well, the other one was a year and a half ago. A year and a half ago, yeah. So like pre-COVID, how you doing? Yeah, they're they're stronger now. They're, you know, like, <laughs> those Melbourne boys, they are, they are strong. They've been through some they've shit. Spent like six months with themselves. Right? Yeah, they're stronger people. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's going to be an interesting conversation for me to have later tonight. So you spend six months with yourself. How's your right arm? <laughs> Not even that, but how are you mentally? Yeah. Do it. How are you mentally and how's your right hand? No, I, I've got like the five second rule when whenever something's going wrong in my life, I can't think about it for more than five seconds. Otherwise, I start to feel something. I really think we need to work on your processing of emotions. Um, nah, bro. But that's, that's the rule, and I, that's why I couldn't do lockdown because it's the mentality of if I'd had more than five seconds to, like, stop and slow down and actually, like, reevaluate some things going on, this again is wouldn't be okay. how we're different people. I need that. I got no. up at 4 o'clock this morning to do that. No. I needed my two hours to sit by myself in my thoughts and figure my life out for the week. Um, it's not figuring. It's, it's the stuff that you can't control, you know, when you have a really bad day, but it's got nothing to do with you. No, but like that's I, that's also me go, like processing through that and how I'm going to not make sure it doesn't happen, but try and avoid it happening and what I learned from it and all that kind of stuff. Like I need to do that, whereas yeah. you need to ignore it. Well, it's actually really interesting. This is kind of funny. So I haven't really cried since my ex and I broke up. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a chance. Haven't stopped. Yeah. long enough to really process it the other day you had two days in your own isolation how did that go no 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 no. so it wasn't the isolation that got me 
think like 48 hours ago, I'm at the bottom of the shower crying. But not like crying, I was just like really empty inside, sitting on the shower floor. And for like a period of like seven seconds, I actually felt my breakup. Kind of got a bit teary, didn't cry. It's been like six months, bro. You only just did that now? It's been like three months and yeah, four. Yeah, okay, four months, that checks out. Yeah, yeah. literally just, have, well, I haven't really cried at all because I just bury shit, right? And like for a, a heartbeat and a half on the bottom of the shower because I felt particularly dead inside that afternoon and I'd worked like 12 hours at work and was just tired. Yeah. I felt something and I ran out of the shower be like, Sam, he's my housemate, Sam, Sam, I felt something. I'm so just, proud of yourself. I just processed some of my breakup and he was, he was like, good on you. Give me a little head pat. And I was like, yeah, man. And then did you poop and then were you super proud? Nah. that's not how that works that's still to come still to come still can't poop no i yeah again different people have have i ever told you about the love rosie moments yeah you gotta watch love rosie because it's fucking depressing or that me shout out watch it it is me before you is another one that works as well no this is not a shout out for the movie it's absolutely obliterating to your emotions you've just got it when you're sad Mm -hmm. you've just got to watch it and really think about it and put yourself in that position and then you just fucking bowl it out yeah just bowl it out yeah and that's the only way i can ever deal with sad Mm. if i'm sad it's got to be like that if i'm sad it's got to be like that yeah (laughs) gotta go straight through it. It's true. You can't go under it. You can't go over it. You have to go but like, through it. And we've obviously had this conversation a lot, but is that how you – like once you've gone through it, how do you know it's gone? Because I've cried about certain things a million times and it's still there, you know, so I bury this stuff as much as I can. And then I have But then you obviously haven't gone all the way through it if it's still there. That's what I mean. Is like crying that I need to do to go through it? Like what do you – I mean, I – cry i go through slut phases i um drink a lot um i definitely don't do anything else but drink a lot um tea coffee you know yeah tea coffee um other nuts you know other things that you can put inside your body um (laughs) yeah (laughs) i just i don't know i you just have to with with breakups and stuff, I was always told that you won't you won't fully get over it until you find equal or better. Yeah, and because you are not trying to find, you are probably still going to feel the breakup for a little bit longer. Yeah, but in terms of other things, like I don't know, I just find that as once I confront it and not even like. It's, it's almost like coming to terms with it and accepting it and being like, this is life now. Huh? Yeah. And I just got to live with this. Yeah. And then it gets to a point where it's just like, yeah, okay, that's cool. That thing happened. Um, on to the next kind mm-hmm. of thing. And you just don't think about it anymore. Like, obviously, getting cheated on, I can still feel that pain a little bit if I really focus on it. But, like, I just kind of have rationalized that situation down to a point where I'm like, I'm not going to let that happen again. Yeah. I don't have to go through that again. I'm going to make the same mistakes. I'm well in that same order. Obviously these things can all happen because you can't control other people. Yeah. But you're not going to make the same mistakes again. And I think rush for me, rationalizing that and being like, like figuring out what I've learned from it and what I did what I did and what I could have done differently and all that kind of stuff and I should have listened to people when they were telling me things or seen that red flag. That's where the way I process it to a point where I'm like, as much as I can control, this isn't going to happen again. Yeah. I can't control other people. But as much as I can control, it's not going to happen again. I've got a tattoo on my arm to remind me every day. Mm-hmm. That's why I got it there because yeah. I literally got it there just after my ex cheated on me because I – couldn't figure out why he would do it yeah and I just had to be had to rationalize it down to I don't have control over him yeah I don't have control over these things in my life I just have to do what I can do to actively try and not let them happen again yeah and that's comes back around to the manifestation thing that we disagree on whereas you know with you're super into manifestation, but that's the same kind of concepts that I explain to you all the time where I think you have to actively put things into place. Yeah. 
And it's the same sort of thing. It's just like actively putting steps in, you know, down to this, it's a jokey thing, but like I wouldn't actually use this as a decider, but down to picking men that I want to date. If they don't have a sister, that's that's a red flag in my book. If they don't have a sister, that's a red flag because having a sister is a, is a positive. Like, and the current guy is, has three sisters, well, one, one sister, two half sisters and was raised by a single mum. Yeah. Fucking bingo. Yeah. Like, perfect. Actually, I had a really massive progress moment. Oh, it, was, it was a couple of days ago. And, it, you know, it was after, I don't know, I, just, I think I just kind of thought about it for a sec. And I don't think it was until I broke up with my ex that I was able to process it. You know, at the time, I obviously held on to a lot of the cheating stuff. Yeah. Because oh, it was always what was wrong with me. He didn't love me. I wasn't pretty enough. What does she have that I don't? Yeah. It was literally maybe a week ago that I sat back and I don't know what it was that I just kind of went, actually, you know, it had nothing to do with me. And even since the last podcast where I was talking about how I wanted a glass in the face, out of nowhere, the last week and a half, I'm like, no, I don't. No. You want to know why? Absolutely nothing to do with it. As you told me, she didn't owe me anything. She didn't. Yeah, and you didn't take it very well when I told you the first time, so I'm glad you've come around. And that's what I mean. It's like I have completely come around to the point where I'm never going to forgive this situation, but I've... I've, I think I've let it go because yeah. I came to the realisation where I'm like, and it's that little alpha female me that's gone, actually, I'm kind of perfect. Like, I'm great. <laughs> Who would want to cheat on this and why would you want to cheat on this? It's his loss. What's, what was that Emma Roberts meme that's like, people who steal your man are doing you a favour? Yeah. If a bitch can steal your man, she's doing you a fucking favour. Yeah, that's it. Like, and that's what we talked about and I'm glad that you're kind of back to that alpha sort of mentality where you're like super happy and content with yourself again because at the end of the day she didn't know you anything yep it was his relationship mm-hmm. so he done fucked up there Ooper days um but it was just so relieving but th- i'm glad that you yeah that you have kind of you've almost unalphaed your you've you've moved from an angsty alpha to an empowered alpha by but, chance. I, but i also want other women to feel that i i want other women out there that have been cheated on to be able to sit back and process and go, actually, it had nothing to do with me. Yeah, and... It was not my fault. was not... had nothing to do with how I looked, how I acted. The love in our relationship had nothing to do with what that person decided to do. But that comes around full circle to what this whole podcast is, like topic has been about. Yeah. People being intimidated by you has nothing to do with you. Yep. People cheating on you has nothing to do with you. People thinking you're arrogant or, you know, whatever because you want to be successful. Yeah, nothing to do with you. Yeah. Chances are it's all of them problem and yep. nothing to do with you. So if if you and if listeners take anything from this podcast, I want people to take the fact that these negative situations, these negative comments that keep popping up nine times out of ten unless you've been an asshole have nothing to do with you yeah like as long as you're not actively maliciously acting in that way it's not a you problem it's a damn problem and i'll say it before i've said it before i'll say it again other people's opinions of you is none of your business there you go yep there you go you just advised yourself when you fucking advise myself because we just wasted an hour. You could have just said that to yourself. <laughs> I've said a lot of things to myself this hour. It's been great. Should we leave it there? I reckon that's long enough. It's an hour of like rambling and ranting and we're both like sunken into the couch at this point. I'm, I'm very comfortable. I think, but I think we've got to a point where we were so like flowy in the conversation that we were just like, yes, we're chill and happy. <laughs> I'm putting on lots of strange voices today if anyone can't figure it out. It's weird what happiness does to a person. Ooh. Ew, well, I'm hearing like fairy tale music in my head right now. Just looking at you, all airy fairy and happy. <laughs> like, because I'm in hearing T- Cinderella shit. In like, T minus two hours, I'm going to go meet a puppy dog. <laughs> yeah, oh my goodness. All right, we're going to leave it there, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning in. Find us on all of the socials. Uh, find us on our TikToks now. I mean, we made a TikTok. Yeah, we um, made a TikTok. I'm officially a millennial. Is it a millennial? I don't know. I'm trying to fit in with I'm not woke enough to know what it is. But, yeah, we made a TikTok because I couldn't get that um, song out of my head. That um, Bitch, I'm an alpha. That song, yeah. I was like, couldn't get it out of my head before. No, I can't get it in there. Um, yeah, and 
very much apologies for last week's little blip in the ocean. Um, and thank you guys all for hanging around and sending us lovely messages yes. and stuff. <gasps> and we got a share. Someone, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, a, a um, random podcast. Random Instagram. Um, Australian. By random. Australian pods. By random, we mean we didn't know it was happening. We had no idea. Great Australian pods tagged us in a post and shared our podcast, which was really fucking so cool. So go check out. I'm just live looking up to make sure I give you exactly the right handle. Oh, it's actually under. It's under her name by the looks of it. Yeah. Um, so Sherry.gladman is the handle. Great Australian Pods looks like it's the website. And, yeah, they gave us a shout-out, so we'll share that to our story. We did share it to I our stories sh- last yeah. night. I was at the pub when I got the notification. I was a little bit tipsy and I screamed. You screamed at the pub. I screamed at the pub and, then and you I showed everyone my phone. I was like, look. Oh and then God, you look. sent it to me and I – was cooking dinner <laughs> at home you like that with my, my happy loving little <laughs> relationshipy <laughs> thing that is not happen not a relationship yet um yeah so shout out to them and thank you very much for um sending us some love my whole face was just cuddles yeah i cuddled a lot of men at one time hey, but it's a mentality like i was a fuck boy and i'm willing to admit it have you fucked your whole past <laughs> is the question she's trying to where do men draw the line like you got the breakfast and talk and there's no but sometimes I put like an emoji next to it to kind of hint at what kind of sex oh it was oh my god you're <laughs> okay